Hi, welcome to Memory Chips Podcast. I am Anne Wyshynski, and I have a collection of potato chip bags from around the world. And every so often, I go through this collection, and a certain bag or bags will bring up memories of people, places, ideas, and I really want to share these with you. So if you please subscribe, you will never miss a bag. In the previous episode, I had spoken to Lindsay Anderson about the origins of her soup business, but it turns out that the soup business isn't the interesting thing about Lindsay. The really interesting thing about her is that she just says yes to everything, and she has this insatiable curiosity about people, and basically Lindsay is a collector of people's stories, and an obituary is a great way to encapsulate and summarize a person's story as told by their loved ones. And so for that reason, Lindsay is obsessed with obituaries and she collects them. In January, you're going to be 60, right? (laughs) And you're carrying, you're still carrying around a letter of recommendation (laughs) of, uh, it, it, it was handwritten. I mean, I saw, you showed me yeah. the thing. It's yeah. a handwritten letter yeah. of recommendation yeah. from when you're 18 and you still have it and you still use it. That, that's like a te- that's just a testimony to your well, it's a testimony thing. that I haven't moved very much, so I haven't thrown things away. <laughs> that could be that too. Because I totally, you know, the reason I came across that letter is for Mother's Day a few years ago, my children um, bought me a StoryWorth subscription. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's every Monday I would get an email from StoryWorth. It's a company and I would get a question and I would have to email them my answer. And then at the end of a year, they compile everything into a book. Wow. Yeah. So this is my book. You have a book. What <laughs> can you book. order it? Do you get one? Can I have one? Oh my gosh, you don't want it. <laughs> and so this, so every so it was really kind of neat. So this book is um, so here's all the questions. And you you don't have to answer the questions that they asked you. You can choose your own. So like there are questions like, how did you choose your children's names? What's the best advice you give to raising children? Are you more like your father or your mother? What time in your life were you happiest? Um, do you have memories of your grandparents and our favorite story? So all these questions, and then I would have to answer the questions. And then, and then StoryWorth puts it into a book and you can add pictures and, and everything. So that's what they did for, for me for, for Mother's Day, but really all they had to do was give me this little thing telling me I had to do all the work, right? Did you, so, get, yeah. did you get to do you get to write your own obituary for that book? Yes. You do? <laughs> I I had well, I have an obituary um that that I didn't write, but this is one that I read. And once I've only I've only kept about seven obituaries in the last 
20 years when I became interested in obituaries. I've kept about seven that were worth keeping. And this was one of them. And at the bottom of it, it says, um, I wrote in my handwriting, my own handwriting, I said, when my time comes, I want an obituary just like this one. So my kids have a precedent. <laughs> they can go by this because this one was absolutely fantastic. It's the when best. You, when did you become interested in obituaries? Like when- After my mom passed away, because my mom would have wanted an obituary like this. Okay. And and my mom, um, my mom wanted something a little different. She didn't want to be just, you know, have the same old thing. She wanted something, you know, that people would stop and pay attention to. And, and so I wrote her obituary. But um, and that's when I started watching for other people's obituaries. In fact, there was one obituary obituary I read years ago that was so good that I <laughs> that I reached out and contacted the person who wrote it. I, they were strangers, but I just I had to. My I had recently lost my own mother, and I knew how hard it was to lose a parent. I know you're shaking your head, Anne. <laughs> No, it's not. I'm not. I'm laughing. I think it's crazy. Sorry. So I, you know, I just wrote to the newspaper in town. I said, Could, is there any way you can give me the contact information? I'd love to write this person a letter and just tell them how much I enjoyed their mother's obituary. And so I did. I, I sent her a letter. I said, I read your the obituary. I don't know if you wrote it or if another family member, but I said, oh, it was so nice to read all those unique things about your, your loved one. And a few weeks later, she wrote me back and said, that was so nice. I showed that to my siblings, your letter, and we were just so thrilled that you had made that, you know, that you loved that letter. And we want to meet you. Can we meet you and have lunch? (laughs) And I was just so embarrassed. I was just like, well, you know, like they lived way far away, but they were all coming to town for something. And so, but I said yes, and I went, and we had lunch with the three women, three three sisters, three sisters, and we had this lovely lunch. And this is twenty years ago, and we still, I still keep in touch with that woman. I still do, and we have lunch together every now and again, and we talk about her mom. And can you? Is there? I don't know how long it would take to read that whole obituary, but what's? Oh, the, I'll read you just my, my favorite parts of it. Okay, okay. Oh, you'll just love the sound. It's so fun. So. It starts off, this is the person writing it, and I don't know if it's a child or who it is, but it says, frankly, we are more than a little surprised at the passing of in the wee hours of May 27th. Her illness was brief, which is just how she liked illnesses to be. Its brevity was a good thing, too, because she would never have had the patience to linger very long in ill health, having told us over the years to just trip over the plug if you have to. And that was so what caught my eye because my mom always said that. She always said, if I end up in a senior's home, just trip over the plug if you have to. Like, get me out of there. And so, and it says, so she's gone, skedaddled, as she would have said. Those of us who knew her felt pretty certain she would have skedaddled in a skydiving accident or by falling off a mountain or flying off a faulty zip line or by tackling muggers more prepared than she, some activity, any activity. We even considered that she might well have had a massive heart attack after hearing one too many double negatives or the improper use of pronouns. (laughs) Isn't that great? We were wrong. She wanted to go quickly and that she did was madly in love with Big Al, her wonderful husband of 25 years, and could not believe her lucky stars to have found the love of her life. 
She bloomed in love and felt secure in his love. And even after years together, when Big Al left the room, would sneak on a little lipstick and run her fingers through her hair to refresh her dew. Both were delighted to recently celebrate the 25th anniversary with tons of friends in Mexico. Oh, how she loved Mexico. I was born in the freshness of spring under the never-ending skies of southern Alberta. She could be totally absorbed in the beauty of the land, seeing everything she needed to see in a single fence post amid the gold of the fields. I love that. In a single <laughs> fence post. Like, oh. <laughs> had seven children before she was 30. And what? then, they, yeah, they named all the children. And then at 54, she gained four stepchildren. Loved being a grandparent, a great-grandparent to 29 after answering to mum, mum, grandma, nanny, walking Andy, Annie, and grandma L. She was also known as Sunshine, Big Red, the old gal, and occasionally thunder thighs. <laughs> Man, mind you, that little moniker was not one of her favorites, but it sure garnered a good reaction from her. Um, over the years, mom offered invaluable advice. And this is great. Keep your elbows in when you eat. Don't slurp unless it's the bottom of a chocolate milkshake. Always use your manners. Keep a stiff upper lip. Defend your loved ones. Support your kids. Forget the bad stuff and just claim to have had a bad memory. Try new things. Give the biggest piece to someone else. Laugh a lot. Take matching cutlery camping. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. Sounds like dance, Yeah. Dance your heart out. Listen intently. Call all flowers posies just because it's fun. <laughs> Love hard. Forgive easy. And never, ever be seen in public without your eyebrows. Oh, isn't that great? Yes. Like it tells you. Where did you see that? What what was in? It was in the newspaper, and I would always go to the back and read obituaries, and and uh, very few are well written. They're all very boring, unless of course they're someone that you love. But you know, but this one was like wow. (laughs) Like they just thought of everything. You know, all those little. Little thing, like the person that wrote that put so much thought and care into it. You know, it's not just an obituary beside the classified ads in the paper where you're selling your mom's stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to live it too. I mean, you can't really write a well written bi- uh, autobiography about somebody who. Uh, yeah. I mean, obituary. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story. It's just having someone in your life that can can yep. pick those little things like we all have our little teeny quirks did you read was it you that posted a thing about some guy recently that posted an obituary about his mom okay so even though that was the story of Lindsay's first obituary i'd like to talk about the most recent addition to her obituary collection about a week after Lindsay and i first spoke She texted me an image of an obit clip from the Redwood Falls Gazette in Minnesota, and she wrote under it, one for my collection. And I thought it was going to be another heartwarming homage to a beloved family member written in humorous or flowery prose. And then she called them and now they're, you know, going to open a soup business together or something. But instead, what it was, was this. Kathleen Demlo. Kathleen Demlo Shunk was born on March 19, 1938, to Joseph and Gertrude Schunk of Wabasso. 
She married Dennis Demlo at St. Anne's in Wabasso in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlo, and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents and Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph Schunk. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She will not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. We started chatting about whether or not we thought that this obituary was serious, if it was true, if they were just that or an inside joke. And then after poking around, Lindsay came up with the an article in the Daily Mail, which is a, a British tabloid rag but there was a interview with the son jay he apparently spoke exclusively to them telling them that you can't believe the dysfunction of the family we'll never know what we went through but it helped us to write this we wanted to finally get the last word and then he said it was his sister gina's idea to write the obituary when she learned from a cousin that her mother was on her deathbed She had no desire to see her, but asked for a picture that was duly published along with the words penned by her brother. The obituary, which ultimately appeared exactly as he wrote it, was actually rejected by one newspaper on the grounds that it was too offensive to print. But according to the son, who changed his last name to distance himself from his past and his family, his mother's abandonment was so complete that childhood friends have reached out to him on reading the obit, shocked to discover that his mother wasn't already dead. So take that with a grain of salt. But according to Lindsay, everyone has a story. Mm, I thought, I just saw one recently. It was like, it was, but they, they, and it was so good. They ended up publishing it like in the. Oh, like in the New York times or something. New York times. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know that wasn't me, but oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. But no. anyway, Oh, if I would have known, I would have sent it to you. I don't know where. Oh I, yeah. Find it. Yeah. <laughs> Add it to my collection. But it was a guy, he was like some sort of Broadway actor or something, and his mother died, and she was larger than life, and he wrote this, like, amazing obituary for her, and they ended up publishing the obituary. Oh, I'm going to Google that and see if I can find it. Yeah. Yeah. No, obituaries are really, they're just so interesting. You're really putting a lot of pressure on your kids. I know. (laughs) I know. I think I better just write my own, actually. Yeah. Well, now you make me want. Now I never once considered uh, my obituary, but now now I'm going to be obsessed. Yeah, it's, I don't have any kids. I don't know who would even. I don't even think I'm going to get an obituary. Your husband. Well, what if he doesn't? What if he doesn't? Well, we'll sit down together tonight and get it written. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to. T- <laughs> because yours is going to be really interesting, Anne. Anne with an E. On that note. Please excuse me while I go write my own obituary while snacking on the remains of a bag of chips I acquired in Canada in 2017 while I was visiting Niagara Falls with my husband. It's apple cider vinegar flavor from Kettle Brand, and I'm not kidding, there are actual remains of the chips in this bag, and I'm going to eat them.
Thanks for listening. And if you have any questions or comments about what you heard today, please post them to the review section of your podcast player. So if you use Apple Podcasts, you click on the show thumbnail and scroll down to leave a review. And then whatever happens after that is up to you. But hopefully it's nice. You can also leave posts on Instagram at at Memory Chips Podcast.